0: doesn't feel like Friday.
1: I've already had too much time home today for it to be Friday.
0: Well, we both got home at what, like 4 o'clock today?
1: <laughs> I think so.
0: Yeah, we both got home before 4 o'clock. It's Friday. We're doing a podcast a day early. And you have reached the Shays Lounge. And you've reached Cricket.
1: And Tom, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that it is only Friday.
0: And, and the plan this week... We did two podcasts last week and it was horrible because the second one we didn't have any planning for and it was it was just an awful podcast. We actually are planning for two podcasts this week. Right. One on Friday, one on Saturday. One is going to be a fun podcast with no politics because fuck politics right now. And then tomorrow's podcast on our normally regularly scheduled podcast is going to be a politics only podcast because that's how we want to end the week.
1: Yep. Cuz honestly it's, it's- just starting the weekend so early, is just... I mean, I've only been on day shift for a couple of weeks, but the, the weekend is just...
0: This is your third full week on day shift.
1: They're just so long. <laughs> now but That's
0: good. It feels like we get a three-day weekend every freaking week. Yeah. Because we have not had Friday nights together in five years. hmm Five years. You realize that? Because 2018 is when you started that job with Pilgrims. Yeah. And, and, oh my
1: God. Well, we didn't work every Friday. We worked quite a few of them.
0: Damn near. Every single, and then, I, and then I didn't have you on Sundays either, so. No, I had to go back to work. Exactly. So, and, and what was bad about on Fridays when he was working at Pilgrims, I was having to work at this little, this little, um, um, uh car rental place an hour and 15 minutes from the house and every Friday we had to do what was called clothes clean which means we've got to make sure all of the cars are completely clean ready to go for Saturday and ready to go for Monday so we didn't have a whole bunch of stuff that we had to do when we came in Monday morning we had to get it all done Friday night which meant there were some nights on Fridays when I did not leave my place of employment until seven eight o'clock at night and then I had an hour and 15 minute drive ahead of me.
2: Yep.
0: So I wasn't getting home some nights on Fridays until nine o'clock at night. So yeah, you were home, but by the time I got home, it was time to go to bed. Yeah. So I mean, what was the whole point? It you know so so it's been, it's been five years since we've had
1: this much time this together.
0: much time together, and I don't know what to do with it. And it's
1: still too early to tell if this is a good thing or a bad thing.
0: It's a good thing. The the net positives are worth because yes, we keep going back to yes, he took a pay cut to do this. The net positives for my mental health for being around the kids, for his mental health. He's on day shift now. He's actually functioning like a normal human being instead of like a vampire. You know, it's just it it's so much it's worth so much more than any money could buy. It really is. And we sat down, and before we even did this, we sat down and we did our budget. And yeah, it's going to be a little tight, but it's not going to be nearly as tight as we thought it was going to be. Yeah. And if we live a little better. And we have been. (laughs) And we really have been. You have no idea how much money we have left over from our paycheck this week. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) Because I was looking at it today, and I was like, oh, my gosh. But um, you know, part of that has come from um, I'm not uh, door dashing every single day.
1: Well you're on the we're we're doing a little bit on the opposite end of it now.
0: Yeah, we're actually DoorDash drivers for a couple of hours on the weekends just to, you know, just to make some spending cash. It it, yeah. it doesn't pay very well. But it's just fun to do something together and why did you give that ball to that dog? I didn't know he was gonna squeak. Would you it. please take that away from him? <clears throat> <laughs> you gave him a squeaky toy and now he's gonna squeak all through the podcast.
1: He's just having fun.
0: He is having so much
1: fun. I like that. Did you get that picture I sent you today of that guy on that bike?
0: Yes!
1: <laughs> this dude looked like he was my size. He looked like he was at least 6'3".
0: Yeah, he was a big guy. And
1: he was on what appeared to be a child's crotch rocket.
0: It was it looked like it was the size of a Vespa. But I it was mean, a crotch at rocket. Best.
1: But I mean, and, and when he took off at the red light, it sounded like something mm-hmm. cranked up a lawnmower.
2: Mm-hmm. I was like, how
1: are you riding that thing, dude? <laughs>
2: that
1: was just...
0: That's awesome! I love it. That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we had, if, he'd have,
1: if he'd have lost some weight, maybe.
0: Well, I can't. I can't talk about people losing weight because I, I got about sixty pounds I got to lose.
1: Well, Joe got on a diet. Oh, nice! He said It's the uh, Dolly Parton diet.
0: And and what's the Dolly Parton diet?
1: He wants to. That's the one he wants to do. Okay. Because it'll make Joe lean. <laughs> told you you like my joke
2: <laughs>
0: joe if you're listening to this I, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna put your boyfriend through a wall <laughs> that was horrible you, should you be, laughed you should be ashamed of yourself you today. laughed
1: you <laughs> laughed you looked at me like i was an idiot first but you laughed
0: i did i did i, I didn't do that all of those things are true <laughs> so we have we have some topics to talk about tonight and i'm so excited because we actually sat down and did some did some prep work and everything the first thing um that i wanted to bring up was actually a really cool story that i read um on facebook it's just a meme that somebody posted and uh, i'm just going to read it verbatim Uh, it said i don't know if this is common but i was sitting at a bar with a band it was noisy and crowded Some girl comes up to me next to where I was sitting and tells the bartender, excuse me, but I just saw that guy right there put something in that girl's drink. I didn't see the guy she pointed to, but the bartender turns around and says something, which I suspect was a code word to somebody, and BAM! Immediately, all the lights go on. The manager steps on stage, stops the band, and makes the following announcement. Attention! We have had a report that someone in this room has possibly drugged a young lady's drink. We request that all women here immediately put your drink down and don't take another sip. We will replace your drink for free. If you are the young lady, we will notify you when you come to the bar. If anyone is feeling sick or weak, please let us know. Wow. The lights stayed on. The band remained off for a long time, maybe an hour. Cheers from the crowd and nobody complained. I don't know what guy the guy did because I didn't know which guy it was. That place rocks. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's how it should be. We should all be taking care of each other. We should be taking care of stuff. And you had said, when I read this to you a second ago, you had said that you thought that, um, or you had heard a story that somebody had, had like quietly told the bartender, hey, somebody had done something to this person.
1: No, 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 It was uh, <clears throat> like um, security footage at a restaurant where they have it like mm-hmm. pointing at people so they just like a security camera?
2: hmm
1: <clears throat> And the waitress notices that the guy is sitting at a table with this young lady. And he pretends to accidentally, quote-unquote, drop something toward her on the floor. hmm And acts like he couldn't reach it or whatever, <clears throat> so he asked her to reach out and get it. And when he, when she reached down, he reached over the table real fast and poured something in her drink. It was some kind of powder because you could see it. hmm And then she sat back up and they, they continued talking and the waitress saw it and they didn't want to They and she mentioned it to somebody and they immediately called the police but in the meantime what the waitress did is when she walked by them she pretended that she had slipped or dr- dropped something mm-hmm. and knocked the lady's drink over to where it would spill on her mm-hmm. and uh, said oh my gosh I'm so sorry please come over here let me help you and took her over there, and then you can see the guy was visibly frustrated at the, at the events. And uh, and that's when they took her over and told her what had happened. And they just go back and sit down. They have camera footage of it. Mm-hmm. They've already called the police and all this stuff, and so...
0: Well, see, the only thing that I don't agree with, and, and I guess I understand why they did it the way they did it, but the only thing I don't agree with, and this is what I was going to tell you, is... They sh- that way- if I was that waitress, I'd have been like, excuse me, sir, what did you put in her drink? Like, yeah, I would have like, called him out in front of everybody and just embarrassed the shit out of him. And then, when he got embarrassed and left, I would have followed him to the parking lot Taking a video or taking a video or a camera of a, or a picture of his license plate, and that's what I would have given to the police. Yeah,
1: there it goes. Happens every time.
0: Now I can understand why they didn't do that because they were trying to get the police there and not spook the guy before the police got there so that they could handle it that way. But I would have embarrassed the shit out of him because everybody needs to know that this guy is a rapist. Yeah. Everybody needs to know that. And I think if you see somebody do something to somebody's drink, you need to be really loud and really vocal about it. That guy did this to that woman's drink. You know?
1: Yep. And then people should have just tackled him and beat the beat shit out of him. Beat the shit out of him. While he was trying to get out. Get away.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's the only nice thing to do. Do you have any more wine? No, that's it. <gasps> we should have gone by the liquor store before we started drinking.
1: It's okay. Because got... I've only got one bottle. Well, I have to drink those
0: yeah, cause it's, it's Cinco, Cinco de, Mayo. de Mayo, and yesterday was May the fourth, which is May, the, which is Star Wars Day. Cause May the fourth be with you. mm mm-hmm. And oh, do you know what happened yesterday on May the fourth? Uh, what? Our space mom, our space princess, Carrie Fisher, got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, really? They, she had never had one. Now she'd never had one. I know, one? right? Like Mark Hamill has had one like this entire time, but Carrie Fisher had never had one. And so they uh, I, I guess whoever does that decided they were going to give her one and they made sure that they did the ceremony on May the 4th. Oh, that's cool. Because it was Star Wars Day. Billy Lord, her dog da- her daughter was there, Mark Hamill was there. Billy Lord was uh she was responsible for for inviting people, you know, to come to the ceremony and she invited Mark Hamill and you know and all the people that were in Star Wars. Um she did not invite Carrie Fisher's brothers and sisters because they are estranged because apparently after Carrie died, the brothers and sisters went on a media tour talking about how special their sister was as a, as opposed to what Billy did which was grieve her mother and let her mother rest.
1: So they went out trying to make money off of her.
0: Yes, ah. and so Billy Lord was like, "Oh no no no! You tried to capitalize off my mother's death. You don't get invited to this ceremony." But Carrie Fisher finally has her her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's over. It's near uh, Mark Hamill's. Oh, good. Which is pretty cool. But yeah, I yet, can't
1: believe she never had one.
0: I know. That's our space mom. I
1: mean, how can <laughs>
0: I mean, she's freaking awesome.
1: Some whoever responsible, man, you've been slipping.
0: Well, I I just I wonder if some of that has to do with the fact that Carrie Fisher, um, between Star Wars and her her passing, didn't do a whole lot of acting in front of the camera. Believe it or not, she was instrumental in writing scripts. She was considered a punch up uh, writer, which meant if you had a if you had a script that was kind of sorta of okay but needed needed some help punching it up you know to make it a little bit more snappy you gave it to Carrie Fisher and she would fix it for you
1: i'm sorry but still i mean it's the walk of fame fame and she, she should have had one a long time ago
0: i 100% agree
1: i mean the the day they released the very first footage of her next to job of the hut <laughs>
0: She hated that bikini.
1: Who? Well, maybe, but there's...
0: But mm, you, you know what? She had, she had the best answer because she said there have, been, there have been parents who say, how am I supposed to explain to my kid you wearing such a skimpy outfit on screen? How do I explain that to my kid that Princess Leia is wearing that in this movie? And she said, here's what you tell them. You tell him that that damn slug made me wear it, and then I choked him out and killed him because he did it. She said, don't tell him I didn't put up with it. Yeah, I may have been forced to wear this thing, but I was not happy in it. It was not my choice, and I dealt with it as quickly as possible. Because Carrie Fisher didn't put up with shit. Yeah. She was great. She was. <laughs> and she she always said she because you know she didn't wear a bra in the first movie i don't know if you knew this
1: no i had no idea
0: so if you if you watch because she's wearing that white outfit right and she's like not wearing a bra and the reason she's not wearing a bra is because george lucas told her that people in space didn't wear bras (laughs) because they were something about they'd get choked on him or something i don't know he came up with some reason why this 18 year old girl shouldn't wear a bra right and so carrie fisher said that when she died she wanted to die bathed in moonlight choking on her own bra <laughs> and so that's what that's what was part of her obituary it was really it was really pretty huh. she died bathed in moonlight choking on her own bra <laughs> so that was star wars day
1: I liked her when she had that little bit in uh with James Earl Jones on uh Big Bang Theory.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: When he went ding dong ditching at her door. Yeah <laughs> you come out with a bat. <laughs> I know that's you, James.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she was on uh she was in uh, she was the therapist in uh, Austin Powers um in, uh, not international man of mystery the second one uh gold member no gold member was the third one what was the what was the second one um, oh i don't remember the name anyway of the, the the second movie she she was the therapist that dr evil went to
1: huh i don't remember that
0: yeah she was in that movie it was really funny
1: <laughs> i've seen all those movies so many times i can't believe i don't remember her being in there
0: yeah because, you remember when Doctor Evil was was sitting there describing his childhood, and he was saying, "I was had a pretty standard childhood, really. I, uh, you know, I, I, luge lessons, and when I was when I was insolent, I was placed in a burlap bag and beaten with reeds. You know that oh, he was telling that story. He yeah. was telling that to Carrie Fisher. Okay, she All was right. the therapist. Right.
1: Okay, <laughs> I, I can picture it now.
0: <laughs> I love those movies. I need to watch them again.
1: I just remember, I, like I avoided watching those for so long because I just thought they were so stupid looking.
0: They were stupid, but they, but it was it was. But when classic I watched the stupid. first one.
1: I remember almost dying of laughter when his chair got possessed. Supposedly, <laughs>
2: all, I I need an old, a, old all I asked for was a all I
1: asked for was a freaking rotating chair, you cycloptic jackass! <laughs> <laughs> I need an old priest and a young priest. <laughs>
0: Power of Christ compels you. He's just sitting there spinning, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like randomly. But when he said that, you called him a cycloptic like, jackass. <laughs> oh my god, that was great.
0: Oh gosh, those mo- those movies were so freaking awesome because, I- and they hold up. That's what's so good about. Like I watched International Man of Mystery not that long ago, and that movie freaking holds up. It is just as funny now as it was back then. And I'm sorry, Greenbeard, if you are listening to this podcast, (laughs) you're wrong. That movie holds up and it is still culturally important as it was 20 years ago. Greenbeard told me it is not culturally important because he hasn't seen an, an original meme about that movie in the last 15 years. That's not how memeing works. Memes are repeated ideas. So it doesn't matter if they're original or not. It's the fact that the idea is being repeated. And I see Dr. Evil everywhere. I see Austin Powers' stuff everywhere.
1: So, And you think about all the comedy and all the stuff that comes along with that movie. Like with the inside jokes. Like I know what one of your favorite ones is. I hmm, thought I smelled cabbage.
0: I was the only person in the theater that laughed.
1: <laughs> but... The one thing that kind of really hit you that was dead ass serious, because you know what kind of man Austin Powers was. Mm-hmm. You know, very sexually promiscuous, mm-hmm. oversexed. Like, yeah, oversexed, always about like shagging. But he refused to have sex with one of the women because mm-hmm. she was drunk.
0: Yeah, at the at the end of the first movie, she kept trying to come on to him, and he's and he like, like no, "No, it wouldn't be right. It wouldn't you're, be right. You're drunk. It it wouldn't be right.
1: It would be like he was taking advantage. I mean, it, with all the ways they portrayed him toward women, he still had that respect that he wouldn't do something yeah. that she couldn't honestly agree to. Mm-hmm. And that and that that one part really sticks out to me cuz
0: even back in 1997 back in 1997 Austin Powers understood consent. Yeah. Way better than a lot of people nowadays understand consent.
1: Yeah. Nowadays it's you just keep asking until maybe they eventually say yes.
0: Yeah. What you the big bang theory he, he wore Penny down and she even has said that two or three times. Like he, he wore me down.
1: Well, okay. Yeah. It's like whenever they went to uh, Skywalker ranch and he's like, Oh, well the gates closed. We can't get in. And, and, uh, Sheldon tells him, well, is that any, is that any way to look at it? Is that what got you Penny? And he goes, well, I don't have two years to make this fence feel sorry for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You know>? yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, wearing somebody down is not consent. If it's not enthusiastic consent, it is not consent. And why would you want non-enthusiastic consent anyway? That doesn't seem fun. No. I'm sorry. I like my consent to be enthusiastic.
1: Give me some enthusiasm.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. I'm out of wine. I tried that other bottle earlier, and it was disgusting.
1: Yeah, that shit was nasty.
0: I just got like some regular rosé at the store, and it was...
2: (laughs)
1: It's gonna I have, make you throw up.
0: So this stuff that I'm drinking right now is Roscato Peach. It's semi sweet. I like my I like my wine to be really really sweet. I just I, I'm sorry. I just I do. I, I realize I realize I'm a troglodyte when it comes to wine, but I like the cheap sweet stuff. I mean, like dessert wines. It's all I like. And this stuff is really good. Yeah,
1: this stuff man make you kind of sick trying to drink it.
0: Yeah, it was gross. And it, I mean, it was supposed to be sweet because I mean, it was rosé. It's supposed to be a little bit sweet, but it, it didn't taste like. Ugh. It was, I took one. I took one drink of it, and it was. I had to toss it because it was gross. Maybe it just turned or something, but anyway. Oh, I saw a really cute story online today, and I had to share it. Do tell. A well, stri-
1: is is it a? Is it a short story, like a cliff note story, or are we going to be here for a while?
0: You know how I tell stories.
1: I don't need to know what color the sky was, how long the grass was. Let's get to the meat of it, get to the punchline, whatever, let's go.
0: 2,000 years ago, no, I'm teasing (laughs) No, I, I read a story about a stray dog that used to hang, down, hang out down at the docks. I don't know which city this was in. doesn't matter. But he would go down to the boat docks because that's, that's kind of where he lived, this little stray dog. And he made friends with a pelican. And they used to sleep together every day on the I've docks. I've seen that. Yes. Well, the dog got adopted, and the dog's owner takes him to the docks every day so he can hang out with his little pelican friend.
1: Yes, I've seen that.
0: It's so adorable. And there was a picture of the two of them cuddled up together Aww. on the dock and the pelican's just like snuggled up with the dog and it's just so it, it looks like a like a lab is what the dog looks like. Like a lab mix.
1: Just like a, such a weird mixture of friends. Um I saw, you know, some of these TikTok videos are like clips cuz they're longer. Mm-hmm. It was a cat that was had eggs in its bed thing like a little pet bed eggs yeah like chicken eggs it was laying on them and keeping them warm and like when the guy like reached down to grab one of them the cat would swat at him (laughs) and he managed to get one out and then the cat's trying to figure out how to get it back in the bed
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and the eggs hatched
0: oh my gosh
1: right i mean they weren't like store-brought eggs they were eggs from like oh like like yard eggs yeah like yard eggs right and this cat was, like, caring for these baby chickens. And then, like, you see them as, they, as these chicks get older. Like, they follow the cat around. The cat would take care of them. I mean, like, then you see these full-grown chickens hanging out with his cat. <laughs> I was like, that's oh some weird-ass shit.
0: <laughs> well, we had, okay, my sister had a miniature weenie dog named Lacey little brown weenie dog cutest little thing in the world but we had a cat and I cannot remember the cat's name but this cat was a kitten when we got her and Lacey had just had puppies and this cat would start nursing Lacey the dog up until she was an adult cat like she was an adult cat and she would be out there nursing this dog it was the weirdest damn thing we had ever seen in our lives. We are like, why is this cat, like, nursing this dog? And the dog would let her do it. Like, way after the puppies were grown and gone, this cat is nursing this dog.
1: Nursing on the dog. Nursing on the dog. Okay. You're saying nursing the dog. Like, the dog like-
0: is nursing the cat.
1: So, the cat is... The
0: cat is, is at the...
1: Suckling at the teeth of the puppy. Yes. Okay.
0: It was the weirdest damn thing ever, and and you know how cats will like they'll, they'll make biscuits with their hands. Yeah, kind of like meeting. The the and she would sit there and she would need need that dog's tummy while she was nursing, and yeah. just sit there and just nurse. It was it was the weirdest damn thing. <laughs> but we also had oh, another cat at the mm. time, and her name was Sassy, and she was a, a um, she was a, a Siamese looking cat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. One of those shadow siamese if, if anybody knows what a shadow siamese is you'll know, you'll know what i'm talking about but um it, she was cross-eyed <laughs> and when she would look at you she would kind what of what was move... it
1: with you and your special ed animals
0: i know but she would look at you she'd move her head around so that you would look like in one spot <laughs> and you could tell she was trying to make like what she was seeing make sense by moving her head around back and forth so her eyes would match <laughs> sassy says he was a sweet cat she was a really sweet cat and then uh when i when i lived in uh when i lived in kentucky uh we had another cat named bubbles and she got hit by a car and it it scraped the top it like scalped her like it, it scraped the top of her head um uh, and, and like scalped some of the hair off of her head like we could tell she got hit by a car And she would go up to the road after this happened, after she recovered. She would go up to the road. She would look both ways, very clearly look both ways to check for traffic. And then she would go in the culvert underneath the road.
1: (laughs) She didn't learn her lesson.
2: Yeah, she's like, I'm not going across the same road.
1: (laughs) That was a close one. (laughs) Shit, that knocked out four. I only got two left.
0: Yeah. We, we've, had, we've had some interesting interesting animals in, in my past. <laughs> and we're probably going to have more interesting animals. I'm going to show up with a cat one day and you're not going to be able to do anything about it.
1: I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not.
0: I want a cat so bad. You have no idea.
1: <laughs> we have nowhere to put a litter box.
0: We don't. We really don't. And that's honestly that's the only reason I hadn't shown up before now with a cat.
1: I mean, you don't want to put it in the living room.
0: We could put it right there.
1: But then, the as soon as you walked in the house, you'd smell litter.
0: You can smell the ferrets when you walk in the house.
1: Oh, we we've got too many animals in this little house, right? In this little apartment already. <laughs>
0: I'm just, just begging
1: you, please do not bring a cat home.
0: I, I will not bring a. If
1: you yet. want a cat, find somebody to take the ferrets.
0: But I don't want to get rid of the ferrets. I More
1: like the no ferrets. no
0: cats. Ferrets only live like two years anyway, and we've had these guys for, what like a year. I don't know. I think we've had them for close to a year.
1: Hey, ferret, how old are you?
0: I don't know he's not answering she's not answering lazy
1: lazy lazy
0: well at least they're not up making noise god oh
1: (laughs) oh did i tell you that i have been trying to teach the people the benefits of eating dried grapes
0: dried grapes Mm -hmm. raisins
1: i'm raising awareness
0: There's something wrong with you. <laughs> so, I have a funny story for you. Did you know that Utah made it so if you want to look at porn, you have to provide a government-issued ID to prove that you're over the age of 18?
2: Hmm.
0: So, now...
1: Isn't that kind of getting into politics?
0: No. Well, no. And, and the reason it's not, just hang tight because this is funny. So they made it where you can only you can only search for porn if you have provided a government issued ID to prove that you're over the age of 18, which is a whole other set of issues that I'm going to get into tomorrow when we do talk about politics. Okay. But Pornhub said, "Okay, you want to play this game? We're just going to make it so you can't access Pornhub in Utah." At all, so when you are in the state of Utah and you try to access Pornhub, a fully clothed porn actress appears on your screen that explains to you why your governor is a dumbass for making this law. Okay, the very next day, searches for VPNs in the state of Utah went up to skyrocketed. a skyrocketed. Oh my god. <laughs> Because honestly, Utah is one of the biggest um, consumers of porn in the entire United States, <laughs> and I'd love to see what kind of porn they're accessing. Because seriously, you know those Mormons in Utah are accessing some really messed up shit. I'm sorry. This is this is delving a little into politi- Well, a little bit into stuff we're going to talk about tomorrow but it tends to be a correlation between the more religious you are the more fucked up shit you search for online
1: i must be more fucked up not and more christian or religious than i thought <laughs>
0: <clears throat> i said there's a correlation there not that it happens in every single case <laughs> cuz i'm sorry honey Ever since you met me, you're not as religious as you used to be. (laughs) I have been dragging you along with my deconstruction, haven't I? (laughs) I started deconstructing my Christianity and just flinging all that monkey shit everywhere. And it got all over you. (laughs) A
1: little bit hit me. (laughs) Like a book.
0: Um, Oh, there was a... Yeah, go ahead.
1: Here's another one for you. Went by the bookstore the other day. Mm-hmm. And they had a book titled How to Solve All Your Pro How to Solve Fifty Percent of All Your Problems. Okay. I outsmarted them. Mm-hmm. I bought two of them. There you go. And <laughs> <laughs> one other dumb one. Where'd it go? Oh, like uh somebody said they were in a Zoom meeting and it was like all it was a real serious Zoom meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And he was the guy was trying to break the break the tension, right? So he told a joke. Nobody laughed. Okay. So you know what that told him? What? He wasn't remotely funny.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: You get it?
0: <laughs> yes, I get it, you dipshit. <laughs> There's something wrong with you.
1: What was the other one I saw? It was something, it wasn't that funny, but it was kind of funny. It was, uh, oh, I really hate it when viruses and bacteria joint, uh, enter my body without my permission. Okay. Shit really makes me sick. <laughs> Not the best one to end on. But you like the Dolly Parton
0: one? I did like the Dolly Parton one.
1: Jolene. <laughs> Jolene. Ooh, the wine's hitting.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not out of stuff to talk about. The only problem is my stuff is trending toward politics and I don't want to talk about politics tonight.
1: Nope. No. No El Politicos.
0: No El Politicos tonight. I refuse.
1: We can mention one thing about politics. Okay. Trump's an idiot. Okay, there we go.
0: Yes, and that remains true no matter what day we talk about him on. Ooh. He is an idiot.
2: That is true.
0: We're going to talk about the Eugene Carroll trial tomorrow, and uh, we're going to talk about some other stuff with him, and the Proud Boys, and all those other dumbasses.
1: Wanna be gangsters. <laughs>
0: He's so cute. You just want to boop him on the nose and tell him to go sit down. They just want to be just tough guys. So bad.
1: I know there was some guy, it was at a concert somewhere. And somebody mentioned, oh, he saw somebody in the crowd. Mm-hmm. With a MAGA hat on. hmm And he stopped singing. mm And he got Belligerent
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I Well, not really belligerent, but he got very irate and was really speaking a lot of truths, saying a lot of stuff about Trump and the stuff that he pulled over on people, and he was kind of going off.
0: That's good, though. People, people need to speak out about him because I don't. I I honestly, I don't think he's got the following that he thinks he has. He's got some really loud followers, but I don't think people support him as much as he thinks they do. And people definitely don't support DeSantis as much as DeSantis thinks that they do.
1: No, because he's going to have hell trying to run because he's, he has fucked himself over.
0: We're talking about this tomorrow. Tomorrow.
1: It's not politics to say he got his ass, getting his ass kicked by a mouse.
0: Well, I have that on my, on my list to talk about tomorrow. Because DeSantis has picked a fight that he cannot win. DeSantis is the little bitty, DeSantis is the first grader on the playground who's picking a fight with a college student. And the college student is like, aww, aren't you cute?
1: We're going to talk about something that we heard, heard a while ago. Uh, no joking aside, serious, serious shit. Uh, Plainview, Texas. Uh, there will be, I think there was a protest Oh, today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm.
0: It happened today at, at 6 a, o'clock.
1: At a superintendent's. Area where he lives, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. At the park, down kind of close to his yes, house. Because apparently,
1: a... now I can't remember all the details. You might can remember it better than I can, but there was a six-year-old girl,
0: yes, that, of color,
1: of color, that was sexually assaulted by several boys
0: in her class at school,
1: and the teacher was
2: there.
0: And the teacher was there, and the assault was recorded on one of the school iPads. Mm-hmm. Trigger warning to anybody who's listening. I'm so sorry.
1: And the, parent, the parents of this little girl was not informed of the incident.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The superintendent chose to keep it from them.
1: Trying to let it go. And the parents said they noticed that there was a change in the little girl, the way she was acting. Mm
0: -hmm. She was getting quiet. She was anxious about stuff. And they
1: finally got her to talk to them and got out of her what had happened.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And the, the parents called the school or went up to the school. And wanted to inform these people about it. And that's when they found out that, yes, they already knew. The superintendent knew. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: They didn't want to make, apparently didn't want to make a big stink stink about it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But there was a little girl sexually assaulted at a school, and the school tried to cover it up Mm -hmm. in Plainview, Texas. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm looking at the at the at the. Story is there any right details now? that
1: I missed that you can rattle off real quick? Or it
0: looks like uh, Child Protective Services is notified and in investigating. Uh, the involved teacher was placed on administrative leave. Um, it doesn't look like the superintendent has been placed on leave. Oh, um, oh yeah,
1: that reminds me. The, the superintendent said he did what was legally required of him, mm-hmm. whatever that might have been. Which is his way of saying he did the bare minimum to try to keep it under wraps.
2: Yeah.
0: So it looks like... Okay, trigger warning for anybody that's listening. Uh, You might want to, you know, scoot ahead 30 seconds or so. Um, The six-year-old was forced to perform a sex act on another student is what happened. Okay. So, it's horrifying and awful. And, my God, I hope that family owns the school by the time they're done. The superintendent needs to be fired. The teacher needs to be fired. Anybody who knew anything about it needs to be fired. And they need to be brought up on charges. of
1: You've been trying to keep me away from that superintendent.
0: Oh, my God. But I the, would
1: have to go to the police and say, you need to give him protective custody.
0: This is a little Hispanic Because if I girl, can get
1: to him... I'm going to beat him to death for trying to hide the fact that my little child was sexually assaulted.
0: This is a a little Hispanic girl, um, and it is very um, probable that because of the fact they're Hispanic, that's why it was swept under the rug. But the only reason anybody knew about it is somebody saw it on the iPad. That it had been recorded on. And they reported it. To somebody who was not the superintendent.
1: Oh, so somebody else saw it. And it's like, holy shit. And then went to someone else. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Well, kudos to you, whoever you are out there. It always goes back to the old saying, if you see something, you got to say something. Because if you don't, mm-hmm. you're fucking complicit.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, the parents were only given details about the incident when a protest was staged outside of the administration building. Um, they said that the six-year-old student was a victim of sexual harassment on two separate occasions, um, and then, then the assault happened.
1: Well, that's like when our, when our oldest child was much younger. Uh, I remember you, our kid telling us that these... Boys kept trying to grab him. Mhm. And the teacher saw our child throwing rocks at these boys.
0: Right. On the playground. Our our kid was throwing rocks at these boys.
1: But the child was throwing rocks to try to keep the other kids from placing their hands on him.
0: Yes. Now, at the time, this child had not come out as trans, so they were presenting female. So you had a situation where you had two older male boys trying to lay hands on a younger female student.
1: Was holding the child down. Yes. And did whatever she could at the time to grab rocks. So... And start throwing them. kid, the the, the school said something, called you about it.
0: And said that... Said that, the kid, said that my kid was throwing rocks on the playground and we needed to handle the situation because my kid was throwing rocks. And I talked with, with my kid and he's like, oh yeah, he said they held me down and were trying to assault me. And I got away from them and started throwing rocks so I could get away from them. And so I called the, I fucking called the school and I said, okay, I just got the story from my kid what's going to be done to these two students and they
2: and they and they're, tried, and they're, and they're like they're like what do you
0: mean what's going to be done to these two students your kid was throwing rocks i said yes but these kids tried to assault my child they tried to hold him down and assault my child what are you going to do about this situation before i come up there and handle it yeah and nothing else was said to my kid he was not put in ISS he was not reprimanded nothing happened because These two boys were trying to assault my kid. And we've always told our kids, don't start the fights, but you damn sure better finish them. And that's what my kid did.
1: Well, see, by the grace of whoever you want to believe in, when I went to the school a few days after that, or actually it might have been the next week, to pick them up from after-school care, there was a police officer that was there picking up his child from aftercare school at the same time I was. <clears throat> hmm And another gentleman walked in to sign his kid out of after school care. hmm And the lady picked up the, the little radio walkie-talkie and called for this child to be sent up front because his dad was there to pick him up. hmm And it was one of the boys that held down our child.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I remember getting that phone call from you, and you were like, you'd be proud of me. I didn't beat his ass.
1: (laughs) And the only reason I didn't go after him and say something to him is because that cop was there.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: If that cop wouldn't have been there, I'd have said something to him, and if he would have mouthed off even in a slightly wrong way, it would have been over for him. (laughs) I would have fucking hurt him. I would have hurt him bad. Oh, my God. I I mean, I felt my whole body tense up. And then I saw that cop there and I went, oh, you lucky motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't know how lucky you are that he's here right now.
0: We have gotten very lucky on both of our kids because both of our kids um, know how to handle themselves. Um, In fact, our youngest one, when he was in the first grade. Yes. He was either in kindergarten or first First grade. grade. And he's he's been short for his age his entire life. He's just he's just a small kid. He's starting to grow into himself. Like and when puberty hits him, he's well, it's it's in the it's in the process of hitting him now. He's gonna end up over the summer I expect him to grow at least six inches. I mean he's just gonna be just a massive kid. But he's always been short for his age and he's always been kinda tiny. So when he's a first grader, he's kind of a, the smallest kid in his class, you know? And he had two third graders on the mm-hmm. playground. In the gym. In the gym. I'm sorry. In the gym. Who kept trying to take the volleyball away from him. They that were he was playing trying to play some with.
1: game with the ball.
0: Yeah. And, and these kids kept coming up to him and yanking the ball away from him. And then they pushed him down. And then and then Parker. <laughs> well,
1: what happened was the one of the boys tried to grab it from him. And Parker wouldn't let go of the ball.
0: Right. And so this kid and the
1: kid pulled so hard that the kid fell down. Right. And Parker didn't let go of the ball. Right. So Parker fell with this kid and on top of this kid.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, when the teacher came around the corner to hear what was going on, because they heard something going on, turn around the corner, all they see is Parker on top of this other kid, trying to keep him from getting. And of course, in and his and that's teacher's eyes, and I and I don't blame the teacher at all.
0: No, I don't blame the teacher.
1: Because it looked like Parker was on top of this kid, hurting him. But he was trying to keep this kid from getting the ball. And he was pulling back from the kid with his arms wrapped around his ball, trying to keep the kid from taking it from him.
0: And the other kid was helping the kid on up the ground and like. And
1: grabbed Parker by around the neck.
0: Yeah. And was like trying to. And was
1: trying to, like, almost like kind of, oh, I'm mean, like grabbing him, like he was trying to choke him to get him away. And Parker said, because our other child saw this, mm-hmm. said, Hey, and turned around and grabbed this kid by his hoodie and threw him
0: Yeah, like threw and what the several other feet. kid
1: it was, what our other child was saying threw this kid probably about four feet before he hit the ground <laughs> this third grader
0: yeah b- much bigger kid
1: with one arm grabbed him by the hoodie and threw him <laughs>
0: yeah because Parker has always been he's, he's little for his age he's freaking strong. but he is strong I, I've got a picture somewhere I wish I could find it our oldest one had when when they were when they were little bitty and i'm talking parker was 3 maybe, maybe Yeah. maybe 3 4 years old tops um our oldest one had dropped a ball or some toy it was a ball that they were under, playing with like a bouncy ball it went under the couch
1: and couches and we had a sectional
0: we had a sectional this was a big heavy couch it took 3 people to move it and parker went well, over to i the, got
1: tired of picking this ball up going me get the couch because i had to keep holding up the couch so the kids got in there and got it out right and it went under there again i'm like i'm not doing it anymore
0: it's just gonna have to stay there
1: and then parker did the equivalent of hold my beer
0: Mm. hmm. and he went over there his little three-year-old self and picked the end of the couch up so that aaron could get under there and get the ball get the ball back and he's just standing there like it's nothing, just, just holding the up. end of the couch up, and I'm like, "What the, what the
1: crap? Yeah. This is
0: a little bitty kid, and he's just like muscling this thing."
1: But he's like telling, telling, "Hurry, get it!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't act like it was anything. Uh-uh. He just, he just picked it up. It's just nothing. It used his, used his. I remember legs.
1: thinking, "Damn, hold up there, little Bam Bam." <laughs> hold on now, Bam Bam.
0: I'm surprised oh that ended up being
1: his nickname. Was Bam Bam?
0: Well, his nickname was Papu, yep, because Aaron couldn't say Parker when when he was born,
1: and that's how he said Parker was Papu, and that stuck with him
0: until he decided he didn't like Papu, so we stopped calling him Papu because we try to respect that, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> enough about the kids
1: there's never enough about the kids. the kids are great
0: the kid- the kids are awesome they're very good, oh look,
1: keep thinking about that damn when he asked you. <laughs>
0: to get the peanut butter ice cream.
1: (laughs) God dang, that was funny.
0: He sent me a text message and said, Mom, while you're at the store, can you pick me up some peanut butter and chocolate ice cream? And I said, okay, I can pick you up some peanut butter and chocolate ice cream. So I picked him up some peanut butter. And a tub of chocolate ice cream. cream, Because I thought that's what he was asking for. And I got home with it, and he's like, "I got your peanut butter and, and your chocolate ice cream." And he's like, "But I wanted chocolate ice cream with peanut butter in it, like not a tub of peanut butter and, and a, tub a tub of, of ice, chocolate cream. ice cream. I wanted, I wanted the two things combined." And then, like the next week, when we went to the grocery store, Parker just comes out of his room, just out of his no, no,
1: he was in the kitchen doing <clears throat> something, and we told him we were going to the store. And that little smart ass just, without missing the beat, stopped what he was doing and looked over at it and he goes, So, you guys want to try that peanut butter and chocolate ice cream thing again? <laughs> or y'all want to give that another shot while you're out?
0: Yeah, he said, you want to give it another shot? Yeah. I was like, you know what, you little, little son smart of a ass.
2: bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of calling him a son of a bitch, I call him a son of a bitch all the time and it cracks him up because he's like, yeah, you are a bitch. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> But he's the one that I, I did. I still for, he's um, the one that I did the your mom joke on when he was little bitty. He was saying something to me, and I went, "Your mom,", mom
1: and that just threw him off his game because he just didn't know what how he didn't know what to say, what to how to react. <laughs> he was just like, y- uh,
0: "Huh." <laughs> I've done your mom jokes on those kids forever. <clears throat> and it's funny as hell, because they don't know how to respond to it. And they do it now, too, because I'm like, "You're uh, they'll, they'll say something like, your mom's stupid. And I'll, I'll be like, yeah, your mom's stupid. And they're like, yeah, you are. <laughs> like, well, that's not nice. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: They're some pretty damn good kids, though.
0: They are really good kids. And they're both smart, and they're, and they're both well... So I'm going to say this with a caveat. They are both very well-behaved kids, unless they're home. But knowing what I know about kids, the fact that they're not super well-behaved when they're home makes me feel like we've done well as parents. Because if a kid is willing and able to show their dark side around you, that means they trust you. Yes, if a kid is well-behaved around strangers, that they don't trust those strangers. But they've been taught how to behave. And if they're a little, you know, off course when they're at home, that means you've given them a soft place to land. And I, I think that that means that we've done well as parents. Because, yeah, my oldest, he does, he gets on my nerves sometimes because he he, he talks to me all kinds of ways sometimes. But I know he's having some big emotions that he can't quite deal with yet. And it's my job as a parent to help guide him through these emotions. Not to get mad at him for having them. And not to get mad at him for, you know, reacting to his emotions in such a way. It's my job as a parent to say, hey, you're having a big emotion right now. Let's see if maybe we can figure out why and figure out a better way to express this emotion. And that's my job as a parent. And I feel like we've done a really good job doing that.
1: I, I agree with that. I think we've done. I mean, there's probably plenty of things that we could have done better,
0: like not spanking them. If I could go back and change anything in the way we raised them, I would never lay a hand on them. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm I am violently anti-spanking right now. <laughs> <laughs> like like to the point, I see people spanking their kids, and I'm like, you stop that.
1: You <laughs> see how that feels, bitch. Come here.
0: <laughs> but you know, and and some it didn't really sink into me. The spanking was such a bad idea until somebody kind of portrayed it this way. Well, if you went up to somebody in the workplace that was doing something that you didn't like, and you just smacked them upside the head or smacked them upside the butt, you'd be you'd be called to ground for assault. But we do that to innocent kids all the time. Yeah. And kids. I
1: don't know if somebody thinks kids are being fucking innocent, you know.
0: Well, but, but kids are are they're learning how to exist in the world and you have to give them grace in order to do that and yeah (laughs) you didn't have your phone on silent did you (laughs) you have to give them grace in order to exist in the world because nobody else is going to give them grace and that's why their parents need to well like
1: you said the kids know that this is a place where they can be themselves but like you said we've taught them to how to properly behave in public
0: and they do they do behave very well in public in and fact they always have their their teachers are always talking about what good kids they are whenever we have parent teacher conferences their behavior is never in question yeah, never never so that I, so I, I feel like we've trained them you know how to how to behave in public but it you know it it kind of Maybe this is wrong of me, but it kind of makes me feel good that my kid feels comfortable enough with me to get a little sassy with me sometimes.
1: But one of them kids gets a little too sassy sometimes.
0: Sometimes. And when
1: when that happens, you have to uh, rein me in because Daddy kind of starts bristling up.
0: Bad Dad comes out.
1: (laughs) And... (laughs) <laughs> there was a couple times that I had some very choice words for that child I mean I didn't now I don't cuss him don't curse at him
0: and we try not to raise our voices at them because that's not conducive to anything either
1: but I did tell him in a very stern voice <laughs> that is your mother you will not speak to her like that around me especially and you will show her some respect plain and simple that's all i got to say about it that shit's not going to happen
0: but i th- i think we're a pretty good team as far as like you're kind of the heavy as far as you know you're you're just you're you're kind of the heavy and i'm the soft touch
1: that's just a way of you saying that i'm fat and you're fluffy Whatever works. <laughs>
0: You're not like damn, but you are fluffy. <laughs> what are the what are the five levels of fluffy? I don't Hang know. Hang on, I'm I'm gonna look it up.
1: Big, heavy, levels, hefty, fluffy. Something I can't remember what all they were.
0: The six levels of fatness. Um big, healthy, husky, fluffy, and damn. Yeah. <laughs> and what could be bigger than damn? It's called, Oh, Hell No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, it's the Fat and the
2: Furious. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my
1: favorite one of his (laughs) shows is when he was going back telling his old jokes. Yeah. And just seeing how the reaction on his face when everybody in the crowd
0: was saying the joke along with him
1: basically took over the joke yeah and was saying it with him
0: he almost cried
1: yeah he was just like i I can't believe what's happening right now yeah (laughs) you know i guess he he didn't realize how big that one show that he did turned out to be yeah you know
0: because he did he did a netflix special and then he came back you know five eight years later and did another netflix special and in the meantime so we're going to
1: end this one the way the first one started
0: yeah, and so he told three of the same jokes that came from the original about the, Netflix special. When he got
1: had got pulled over, and he had the donuts.
0: Yeah, he told the donut well, joke. We had to get it later. He told he told the uh, Martin with the with the, the the car, the Orale. He told that one, and I can't remember the other yeah. one that he told. Um, but everybody in the crowd, we're talking about Fluffy uh, Gabriel Iglesias. If you, if you're not sure, yeah. But everybody in the crowd was going word for word. To the point where every he stopped single and they joke. finished it. Yes.
1: And he was just like,
0: He was like, oh my God. Oh my
1: gosh, what's happening? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> he said, I don't, I don't even know. I think his mom was in the audience and was hearing all this. I mean, if I had been his mother listening to yeah. this, I would have just been just bawling.
1: I mean, he started out, like the, the couple that he brought. Yeah. He, he started, started his comedy in their, sh- in their garage. In
0: their garage. Yeah. And it's just, oh. I love Fluffy.
1: And I remember him talking about how they used to come to every show he did at this comedy club or whatever. And he's like, wow, you've seen it. I'll, it's the same five minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they 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 were his first fans, and they're his biggest fans. And he brought them to every Netflix special he did. Yep. He flew them out from wherever they were, and he had them at every single show. And they're, they're, they're his support system, and that's just beautiful. I
1: just love hearing, too, about him as like, how much he gives back Mm -hmm. to the people that helped him get to where he is yeah he didn't use them as stepping stones to get where he wanted and left them down below yeah as he went up a step everybody that was there he brought them up a step with him you know and,
0: and one thing i really respect too is he's he's been with his his partner I, I don't think they're together anymore. No, they're split up. They're split up. But, and, but he, and he even said that he, he
1: did something that messed it up.
0: Yeah, he, I, he probably cheated on her. But either way, but whatever. Because when you get big like that, you do stupid stuff, you know. Because uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Jeff Dunham did the same damn thing. Yeah, he cheated on his wife and ended up. But but anyway, uh, but he was with his partner for a decade and raised her son. As that's though his, his he was his own that that's his kid and even though they're split up that's still his kid and he still takes him around to places and takes care of him and does all this stuff for him and is paying for college for him and yeah. you know just doing all, because that's his kid and you know you got to respect that because you know he could just very easily because that's that's not that's not biologically his kid he, he's got no he's got no ties to this kid but but that, but that's his kid he's Doesn't been in that kid's life all. since he was little bitty.
1: Blood doesn't make you family.
0: Blood does not make you family. And and, and I and I, and I I know that because I was adopted. Blood does not make you family. People ask me my entire life, do you ever want to find your family? I'm like, I know where my family is. My family is the one that raised me. Uh, are you my ever, family lives in center well, Texas. Somebody said,
1: does anybody, do you ever want to find your real parents? I like, mean, find them. I grew up with them.
0: Yeah, I, I know who That's my real who parents me. are. That's who raised me. Yeah. Your real parents have nothing to do with what your DNA says. Yep. And yes, I have some fraught issues with my parents now. But that has nothing to do with DNA or blood relations or anything else. It has everything to do with politics <laughs> and religion and religious trauma. But that's that's a whole story for a whole nother day. But damn, one, that wine's good. That wine is so good. One of these days we're going to have to travel down that little path of my religious trauma.
1: <laughs> oh, stories for another day
0: stories oh my god so many stories next
1: week on the shit show
0: (laughs) (laughs) well we've talked about all my stuff do you have anything else you want to talk about
1: no i mean i didn't have a whole lot i I didn't have a whole
0: lot either but we've managed to fill up a whole hour with not a whole lot you realize that that's true this has been stream of consciousness thank you for lasting but that's how they
1: usually are i know
0: (laughs) i you know when i when i go in and i label these podcasts you're supposed to give like you know, a little mini essay, when you when you set up a podcast, when you, when you upload it, you're supposed to give a title, and then you're supposed to give like a little synopsis of what's in the podcast. I never know what to put in there, because we talk about the most random shit.
1: So I was say, why don't you just say that? More random shit.
0: I think that that's what I'll say on this one. More random shit. Podcast one of the week is down and done, and it's just random stream of consciousness bullshit.
1: <laughs> I mean, to the point where we almost tried to come up with a way to name it something like rabbit trails or something because that's where we would go but i think it was already something called that
0: yeah there was already a rabbit trails
1: so i like i like the name you know came up with.
0: I, I i like the shay's lounge but i i almost want to change the name to something like date night with cricket and tom because this this is this is us we're on a date. We're talking about stuff. I'm to be all stuff. mushy and shit.
2: I don't am to be all mushy with you.
0: But that's what this is. This is a weekly date that we have. <laughs> and we just invite people to come along with us.
1: Boy, what a ride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need more wine, and I don't have enough wine. I don't have any more. And I'm very sad. But I've drank a bottle of wine, so I can't go drive to buy any more.
1: You know, I drank a bottle, too, so I will not drive anywhere.
0: No, can't do that.
1: Oh, but you know what? We can tomorrow. Hey, what? Don't be slapping me. I have GoPuff. You Puff. told me you not gonna do I have
0: GoPuff on my phone. They deliver alcohol. Oh, I can get alcohol delivered. <laughs> yes, I may do that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's call it. Let's call it for the night. You ready?
1: Yeah, I think I got some Call of Duty to play tonight. While you watch your movie
0: yeah i'm gonna watch renfield which is nicholas cage as dracula which is gonna be the most campy bullshit ever and i'm gonna love it so much i don't even care if it's horrible See, all I'm i love can it.
1: think of is this gonna be like that other show you watch was the uh superb owl
0: the superb owl
1: <laughs> what we do in the shadows what we do in
0: the shadows yes yes. Yes. The yes that's such a great you need to watch that show from beginning from the beginning with me because it's so funny it's a, it's a mockumentary about vampires right It's great. You need to watch the movie what we do in the Vamp- what we do in the shadows and then watch the TV show.
1: Oh there's a movie
0: Yeah, there's a movie that was made back way back in the, uh, Taika Watiti is uh, Viago the main vampire and Jermaine Clement is the the secondary vampire and it, it, it it's a documentary crew that follows these vampires throughout their day and it is fucking hilarious. We're gonna be
1: them throughout their night.
0: Whatever, Following through them throughout their nights. Thank you. Get it right.
1: God. It's hard to find good help these days.
0: I think that may actually be a line from the movie. <laughs> 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 but anyway. Okay. You can reach us on all the socials. Um, at reach Cricket Shay. You can reach me. At Cricket Shea. On Twitter. On um, Facebook. On Spoutable. On. If you got my. Uh, if you got my. Uh phone number, text me. You can find me at Shea one on Instagram and I guess that's it. We love you.
2: Bye.